Welcome to That's Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Cece Calbanero, and I'll be sharing stories of miracles, God moments, and unpacking the truth behind what joy truly means. My friend, when God gives you a direct call on your life, be sure to answer it. Here's to answering my call together. Hello, hello. Welcome back to That Show, the podcast. Y'all, you chose a really good episode to plug into today. I am about to set a fire, blaze it up, and I just know that after the end of these this episode, at least what I'm praying is that you just would leave a touch different. And I know that podcasting and vessels that uh, the Lord uses to reach us, um, that that could be so. And so I'm believing that. And um, what? Hello, I'm Cece and I'm your host. And um, man, we love kicking off every episode with a little joyful noise. As you know, joyful noise is just our version of good news. And I just want to take a second to celebrate because I don't think that I've said it on here, but we just crossed a milestone number for That's Joy with over 100,000 people um, listening. And so that is worth something to be celebrated. And um, man, I, I just wouldn't be here quite literally without you if nobody listened this would not be making many waves and um yeah I just I need you here and I'm so grateful to have you here and it is a joy to hold this space with you even if it is for 20 minutes or 40 or a shy of an hour um I know that time is our greatest gift and my goodness the fact that you give me an ounce of yours I don't take that lightly so thank you thank you thank you times a million for just being a that joy listener Today we're going to just dive in. That's what we're going to do today. We are talking about the ways to stop your anxious thoughts. And as I was looking back at the numbers of what episodes people needed most, one of the episodes, if you haven't listened to it yet, please go back and plug in. But it's um, disconnecting from anxiety and reconnecting with the voice of God. And that episode a lot of y'all plugged into that one disconnecting is that what I said believe that's what I said uh episode 16 to be exact many of you plugged into that and I just wanted to speak to it again um but this time with a a different lens if you will and another just set of I don't know, knowledge, wisdom, things that the Lord has taught me that I just want nothing more but to share with you. And the first is a couple different quotes that um, a speaker, a pastor actually at my small group shared with us. And he said a couple things that I just want to share all of them with you and then um, unpack them together because I'm telling you they're really powerful. The first thing that he talked about was darkness will help you see the light. He also said, we can frame our worlds by the words that we speak. He also shared, God knows where you are, even when you know, even when you're not where you're supposed to be. And this is probably one of my favorite lines that he shared. We are in a fixed fight and we know who our winner is. Friends, I share each of these quotes not to just be a carousel of quote cards on an Instagram reel that you could find if you hopped on Insta right now. I share this because every single line, if you have to go back and rewind to hear every line again, please do. There's so much weight to each one. 
Like the first darkness will help you see the light. So often I think we find ourselves in seats of darkness. I mean, I'm speaking for myself, guys. I've had pockets in the last couple weeks where I've just been like, um, God, I, I swear it was brighter a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago. Maybe even for some of you, it feels like months or years ago. And you're just in a seat of God. It's a bit dark. Will you show me the light? And I think that it's so important that we remember this second line that says we can frame our worlds by the words that we speak. Those words that we speak, friends, is literally detrimental to our growth. I think that we forget the power, right? Life and death is in the power of the tongue. What does that actually mean? I think that it means that God gave us a sword that happens to operate in the world as our tongues. And we could either bring life to ourselves or bring death to ourselves. Some people read that scripture and they may think, okay, don't speak ill will upon others. But it's like, no, no, no. Also, don't speak ill will upon yourself. When you're looking in the mirror and you look at your side gut that you're just working on or that extra little patch of cellulite in your legs, friends, I'm speaking to not just you, but moments where I have done the same thing to myself in the mirror. We have to be so conscious of what we are saying to ourselves because If not, we'll get caught up in the moment. And the moment of darkness will become another moment of darkness and another and another. And it was never intended for God to be in that darkness for as long as we are there, sometimes I think we find ourselves, because of our choices, because of free will, sitting in the dark longer than we have to. There, I said it. I think that God wants us to move, like be a part of the movement. And I love that he shared movement because I haven't talked about that's joy the movement in a while. And the heartbeat behind this hashtag and behind this movement that I felt the Lord press upon my heart when I launched this podcast was, man, how do we be the vessels and like the catalyst, like truly the start of joy for people in our lives? It doesn't have to be millions like Jimmy Darts. It could be you in the neighborhood that you live in. Heck, it could be your roommate's. It could be your daughter. That's who it could be. And so I think we have to just be so aware of that. And we just have to remember, friends, that when our anxiety starts to rush in and we start to feel the weight of that, it we have to recognize that's not from God. Anxiety is not from God. Fear is not from God. Because why? We are in a fixed fight, just like Anthony said from Divine Faith Church in Nashville. He said we are in a fixed fight and we know who the winner is. Think about that for a second. If you watched any game, any game, I'm sure you've watched one, even if you're not a big sports gal, sports guy. Um, If you knew who the winner was, would that not change the way that you viewed the game? It would, right? (laughs) Sometimes we'd even unplug a bit, rest a bit more, not be on the edge of our seats because we know who the winner is. And in this life, when we believe that Jesus is the Son of God, we know who the winner is. And we have to hold on to that and keep that at the center. And I want to share some scripture that really just 
hope, I hope, brings you peace because each one of these are so powerful. First, I'll read 2 Corinthians 4, 6, and it says, For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of God's glory in the face of Jesus Christ. Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Matthew 6, 25, probably one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. This reads, and it's a little bit lengthy, but ride with me here. It reads, therefore, I tell you, and you know what they say, whenever you see therefore, we got to pay attention. Let's start from the top. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about your clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today, and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? You have little faith. So do not worry saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Oh, gosh. Let's just sit with that for a second. Thank God for that for a second. I didn't know how much I needed to even read that back and I put it in my notes. But if you take a second and if you rewind this or if you press pause and choose to read it yourself, it's so powerful. God doesn't want you to have anxious thoughts. God doesn't want you to worry about tomorrow. I literally have tears rolling down my face because this is me preaching to me, y'all. And sometimes one of the greatest things that I love about podcasting is that I'll have moments like this where I feel like a word is so pressed on my heart to share with people. And then I press record and I realize that in that very moment where I thought it was for others, it also was for myself. It's not every episode, but it is a handful. Friends, we have got to take control of our thoughts. I believe that our thoughts is actually the access point to all of the fruits of the Spirit. And it's something that we have control over. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you have control over your thoughts. I don't know who 
tried to make you believe that that wasn't true, but friends, let this be the reminder that that is so true. Danny Gogi shared a reel on Instagram that really caught my attention the other day, and he talked about how uh, you can create new neural networks in your mind. He was talking about the brain and how God created the brain and how we have the ability to do these very things. I mean, I believe that science and Jesus meet right there. God created us in his perfect image, right? And so he also talked about how our conscious thoughts go to our subconscious thoughts the more that you think about it. And it actually takes 20 three 21 day cycles for it to go from your conscious thoughts to your subconscious thoughts so what does that mean that means that we have to take grasp of those thoughts that we know are not from god and here's how you can figure that out is just quickly ask yourself and run it through the filter of does it leave you encouraged does a thought leave you loved Does the thought bring love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faith? Does it bring the fruits of the Spirit? If it does not, that just might not be from God. So those anxious thoughts, put them under your foot. Claim back what is yours, which is every fruit of the Spirit. Repent for your sins. And guys, we get to operate in a life full of joy. We get to. That's something that we get access to. But it isn't just put upon us. There are choices we have to make. And sometimes it's grabbing that anxious thought and saying, anxious thought, you have no place here. Get underneath my foot, not today. Not today. And you know what the best way you can combat that is? Like, it is a fight. I believe that there is a constant fight that is going on and we have to be aware of who the winner is we have to remember that we already know who the winner is so if we know who the winner is then we get to use things like scripture things like a worship song things like a good word to remind us who the winner is and then recall it back and say not today you have no place here and read that scripture out loud and let that be the thing that combats those anxious thoughts Friends, we got to choose joy. We got to choose peace. We got to choose love and have that be the neuro patterns that dominate our minds. Another thing that I want to share is that it's so important that you're running with the right people. I can't, I mean, even explain my gratitude for the people that surround me today. It's taken a beat to cultivate something beautiful around me, but my goodness, I'm so thankful for every every closed door and every door that is open from God when it comes to friendships and relationships. Proverbs 13:20 says, "He one the one who walks with the wise will become wise, but a companion of fools will suffer harm." Friend, the truth is here. It's not in another podcast, in another influencer's voice. Heck, it's not even in your parents. It's here. And we must choose to run to this truth, to cling to this truth, and allow it to take over our mind, body, and souls. I have a little homework for you. Next time that you have a bad thought, an anxious thought, pinpoint it in that moment 
and ask yourself these questions. What brought you there and what were you doing before that thought came? Friends, that awareness of being able to be so present where your feet are will allow you to remember the winner and to combat that attack, to combat it, to say, no, 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 anxious thought, you got no place here. I said it and I claim it and I know it's been a couple days since I listened to that message, but my goodness, I'm going to remember it. I'm going to remember it. The thing is, we're not able to really fix anything until we identify the problem, right? I've been on my fitness game lately. If you follow me on Instagram, then you know how much I've been posting my workouts and it's my version of just accountability and making sure that I'm lifting my weights a handful of times a week and getting the cardio in when I can. And um, it wasn't until I became aware of how disproportionate my daily calorie intake was before I made the progress I wanted to, to do and be better. It wasn't until I became aware of how disproportionate it was. And we have to recognize that, right? That can go into every area of our life. We have to become aware of, okay, what's the imbalance here? And how can I do and be better knowing what it takes to do and be different, right? This is the last thing that I want to say because I just want you to be able to run with this today. Anxiety is not your portion, You need to speak life into yourself and remember that life and death is in the power of the tongue. Ancient thoughts can end. They can end, they can end, they can end. You have to start believing it. And until you believe it, just speak it. Just speak it to yourself, write it down, put it on a sticky note, put it on your mirror, put it everywhere you need to read it, to remember, to really let it plant roots deep in your soul that anxious thoughts can end. In the name of Jesus, they can end and fervently pray over it with authority that the Holy Spirit has granted us. And I am telling you, there is breakthrough on the other side of this episode because there are people who are no longer going to walk with anxiety, but are going to walk with power, love, and a sound mind. I just believe it. I just so believe it to be true. Friends, if there was a certain part of this episode that resonated, I need to know what that is. Text me what you loved most to 615-813-4813. Follow me on social at C-C-A-L-B-O-N-E-R-O on Instagram and TikTok. And follow me at That's Joy the Podcast. You can subscribe, rate, and leave a review for that show if you haven't yet. I'm telling you, it seems like a simple thing, but it means a lot. Truly, it goes such a long way in the podcast world. So thank you for doing that. And I'll never leave an episode without saying, if you have even the smallest desire to meet the creator of the universe, maybe this is the very first episode that you listened to that was remotely like about God in any way. Cheers for being here. Like, I'm proud of you. If you find yourself and you're just like, I believe for so long, but I just, I, I, I'm not free. I want to break this off completely. I don't want to break off everything else. I want to walk in the will of God. Then I want to invite you to sit at the table of plenty. All of you. With me and so many others. I'm telling you there's abundance here. There's overflow here. There's so much joy here. It's not perfect, but God's for us. He's for us. He's for us. All you have to do is invite him into your heart right now. 
He's waiting for you. He wants to meet with you. Friends, I'm just so proud of you. If you just made this decision, I'd love to know you. Shoot me a text to that number in the show notes so I could pray for you. I love you. God loves you. And until next time, I'll chat with y'all next time. Thank you a million for being here. Thank you.